Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and today we are here with a duo, Gold Pine, and they are Cassie and Ben Wilson. <laughs> How are you two doing? So good. Thank you for having us. We are on the road right now, currently in Kansas. So thanks for having us. It's my pleasure. So how's the weather? I'm in Florida, so right now we're having storms, so it's kind of muggy and stormy, but... It, I know heat wave everywhere. Hot, so hot. Yeah. Um, and it's super humid here. And we travel when we're on the road. We're in our van that Ben made into a tiny home, and it does have air conditioner, but it is working real hard. It's hot. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. So as an RV person, and I love that the tiny homes. I'm gonna have to. You're gonna have to like give me like exclusive video then, because I'm gonna have to check it out. That's just my personal yes. thing. Okay. Mm-hmm, absolutely. <laughs> Oh, so tell me, who is Gold Pine? Who is Gold Pine? Wow. Um, it's us. It's us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we are people who try to make authentic music. Uh, we try to write, you know, and tell stories that are close to a heart things that are painful for us, things that are important to us. Um, And we try to relate to people. I think, especially with our live shows, uh, we want to be able to relate and connect with people through the stories that we're telling. Yeah, through the songs, but also there's a lot of, you know, storytelling between songs that we do in live performances that people can really hopefully connect with and uh, feel like they're not alone feel like they maybe they're encouraged or maybe thinking about leaves thinking about something they hadn't thought about before. Well, that is beautiful. I love that. <laughs> that that's one of the best descriptions of, of who you are, basically. I, and it's <laughs> funny because we've been having a lot of these discussions of being the best person or being the best you you can be and just exuding that positivity. And that's, it's so awesome to see so much of this lately. So it's been a pleasure. So tell me, you have your first album EP coming out, right? One, August 26th. Mm-hmm. So what's, what's now, I, and I know that's not, this isn't something new for you in, in the nutshell, because you've been doing music for a while, but tell me what, what is different this time? What is it well, the process? Give us a little insight from behind the scenes. Well, it's, it's actually, um, we actually did a 10 song album. So we're super excited about that. We usually just put out singles or um, just an EP, but this time we put out a, a 10 song album. We're super excited about, and just so you know, we have been doing this full time for 10 years, but we have only been a duo for six years. And we honestly just changed our band name three months ago. So it's like this whole new season. It's this whole 
new transition in our in our career and we're, we're still the same great couple we're still married and we still love each other but we just got a new band name so yeah same great people yeah. almost the same great music yep what else is the same? just different name different name <laughs> so i guess it is a form of growth just growing as you grow musically it's just it's just a growth time right yeah it has definitely been a time of growth growth that's a, that's a funny word. <laughs> Don't be gross. Okay. Don't be gross. A lot of different names throughout our musical careers together. Mm-hmm. We started out as solo artists, each of us separately. Uh, Cassie has music out under two different names. I have music out under a name. And then we were my one and only, uh, mm-hmm. the first duo name. And now we're Gold Pine. So, uh, I'm thinking that maybe we'll just change our band name every year and that'll be kind of be our thing. No, it takes way too much work. We're not doing that anymore. This is it to the grave. We're gold pine. <laughs> I can understand the work that takes. It does. Uh, when you rebrand, I could. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> but music is still amazing. I just want to let you know. Um, and I was listening to the first single wandering away. And beautiful, beautiful song. And I, I love your harmonies, by the way. I just, awesome. So thank you. So tell thank me the, the writing of that song. Um, what was the inspiration? That, and, and I know what kind of, it's, it's more on the mental health level, but I mean, was it during COVID? Like what, what kind of inspired that? Yeah, that song actually started, I started that song probably six or seven years ago, I, I think. And it was originally, uh, if you if you heard the song, you know it goes, you could wander away. But originally, for a long time, it was, it's good to get away. Yep. So it's good to get away. I look at your dog. Lucy <laughs> <laughs> oh, just joined us. I'm sorry. It's, Wave it's at Chihuahua, wondering. too. <laughs> That's great. Chihuahuas are always welcome. Um, so, yeah, it was originally, it's good to get away. And you know, it kind of just started for me, like I take a lot of walks through our neighborhood in Nashville and it's, uh, whether it's to pray or whether it's to clear my mind or just to get away and listen to music or podcasts or whatever. And it's just kind of that idea of however somebody's doing it, it's kind of separating themselves from the heaviness of life that, it, that yeah. life can be really heavy sometimes. And so getting away from that for a while. And I, and I like the last verse. It says, um, uh, you could turn your eyes away from where your trouble was onto something more glorious. Uh, so turning your eyes away from your own troubles onto something greater, you know, sometimes that's what we have to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with you on that. It's, it's such a beautiful song. Love it. Thank you. Definitely anxious for the album as well. So looking forward to that. So tell me, who are some of the inspirations, some of the women that have inspired you? So growing up, like my mom and dad listened to such eclectic, all kinds of music. It was just crazy. And so when I kind of finally started listening to my own thing and kind of figuring out what I liked myself, I really have just always loved R&B. 
Um, so like R&B music. And I feel like country music and R&B are kind of like a good fit. You know, they kind of go together really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always loved like Dolly. And then I love Miranda Lambert. But my favorite is Brandi Carlisle. Um, and she's more of the Americana singer. Yeah. And I just love her voice and her songwriting and her, the way that she can, to me, kind of cross genres. Like she doesn't really fit in one box. And I feel like that's how we are because it's, it's really interesting when we describe ourselves or when somebody else describes ourselves, some people say, Oh, they're folk. Some people say they're Americana. And then some people say, Oh, they're country. And so I love that. I love that it can just like blur that line. Mm -hmm. And so I've always really loved that about Brandy and, and Dolly too. Cause I mean, Dolly can sing anything and she's Dolly. She's the queen. Yeah, absolutely. So Ben, how about you? Do you have any women that have inspired you musically? Yeah. Uh, off the top of my head, I'm thinking of one songwriter in particular, Lucinda Williams. Um, I have been influenced by her songwriting for sure. Uh, her most famous song was Passionate Kisses that Mary Chapin Carpenter recorded but um, man, she has so many great songs and she has this way of <laughs> one thing that I really like about her is that she has a way of repeating a line <laughs> more than once. Like she'll say the same line twice <laughs> right in a row, sometimes like several times. And you just feel like it unfolds each additional time the line is, is sung. And so I love that. I'm just thinking of that about her. But she was and is an influence for me. Yeah. Absolutely. And those are all everyone that you've mentioned, both of you, you know, just awesome women. So, so tell me, how did you both get into music and how did you meet? Because obviously I know sometimes people are like, Oh yeah, we just played together and hung out and then we got married and that was it. Like, you know, so is that kind of, did you two separate paths and, you know, meet or. Well, I'm from Alabama and Ben's from Iowa. And so I moved to Nashville 20 years ago yesterday, which is pretty cool. We just figured that out. And, um, I moved to Nashville to sing and to do country music. I was only 19 years old and, uh, Ben moved and came for audio engineering school. So we didn't meet, um, in the music necessarily. We were both attending this small startup church that was meeting in a suburb of Nashville. It's called Antioch. And there was this little tiny church that was just a church plant. So they didn't have a building. And so they were meeting in the cafeteria of this school and there was only maybe 10, 15 people going there. And Ben was playing in the praise and worship band, which was him and brother Leroy, just two of them, just two of them. And I was just visiting. That was my first duo. That was your first duo. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was just visiting and I saw him and I just thought he was so good looking. Besides his outfit, it was terrible. But we fixed that. Uh, and so anyways, I just, I was really smitten by him. And so that's where we first met was there. And we didn't start playing music or doing music together until, I don't know, we started, when we started dating, uh, then Ben started playing guitar for me, like at different songwriter rounds at the listening room, places like that. So, but we didn't become an official duo till six years ago. Oh, well, that is so awesome. 
I always love to hear stories of how people meet and, you know, especially in the industry. Cause sometimes, like I said, there's so many different stories. Was it before? Was it during? Was it, you know, yeah. But so glad you share that with me. Yeah. So would you like to get into our 20 crazy questions? <laughs> yes. How please. crazy are they? Well, they're crazy enough that we could get arrested, but not today. <laughs> oh, <yes>. <laughs> not again. <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> Wait, you were there already? Okay, well, then you're going to protect me because I don't know if I do too good in jail. That's been the ongoing joke. I'm like, I, I don't want to ever get arrested. I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm not, I'm going to be in trouble. So uh... <laughs> you're not made for jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so tell me. What is your dance like nobody's watching song? The song that you absolutely have to dance to. <laughs> wow. Probably Bruno Mars. Um, I can't think of what it's called. Girl said hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. that 24 karat gold yeah 24 karat gold maybe gold look at that gold yeah probably but honestly anything about bruno and what about you ben <laughs> i don't know if i have an answer for this one i am not known to dance. dance whatsoever uh boy yeah i don't think i have an answer for that one <laughs> it's okay we'll let you have a pass on that one thank you <laughs> Well, well, then what is the perfect workout song? If I'm, if I'm doing weights, I listen to a guy called NF, which is Nathan Ferguson, which is a rapper from Detroit. Uh, But he's more along the lines of, he's like a, he's like a Christian rapper. Um, and he's very much like Eminem, but there's a song that he has called motivated and it just gets me going. What about you? What do you, um, well, usually when I'm working out, I'm listening to podcasts or YouTube videos, but in my playlist, I'm trying to think of something I would listen to music wise. It'd probably be Lake street dive. Mm -hmm. Perfect. (laughs) This one's a little easier. Tell us the top two concerts you've ever been to. So I've seen Brandy Carlisle probably five or six times, but I would say the, the best that I had seen her, we were at 38 songwriter festival Mm -hmm. and she was by herself, just her and her acoustic guitar. And I was like, yep, that's where it's at. So I would say her, and then judge away. Go ahead and judge me. <laughs> but my other one is Boys to Men. I'm judging real hard when, right now. When they were in Nashville at the <laughs> uh, Ascend Amphitheater, I grew up, Boys to Men was my favorite mm-hmm. band. It was my first CD on my Discman that I had. Mm-hmm. And I forgot who I was or where I was. And I like, just turned into my junior high school self again and was like, just everything, all the things at that concert. He was not with me, but I would say boys to men. Right. Uh, <laughs> for me, uh, we saw David Ramirez at common grounds in Waco, small, small venue. 
And he had a band with him that wasn't even his band. It was the opener's band that played with David. And it was the best combination. I mean, I think the guitar player honestly made the concert Mm -hmm. so much better. But just because of his, the moves he was making and the faces he was making and the way he was playing his guitar was like, I loved it. Uh, And secondly, I saw Houndmouth at the Pilgrimage Festival in Franklin, Tennessee. And I loved that too. Yeah. All great concerts. I feel like I need to go out and get more acclimated to other concerts now. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us an album, an artist or both that we need to listen to before we die. Hmm. Boy, we should have had these ahead of time so we could come up with our. Well, no. Well, you can name a couple. I won't. I won't name it. I mean, okay. Honestly, I mean, because we everyone. If you haven't listened to Dolly Parton, obviously we would say Dolly Parton, and you know, yeah, things like that. But yeah, I mean, maybe David. David Ramirez is like one of our favorites, and especially like his earlier stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and also he he did an album called Backslider. And it's where he redid a bunch of hymns in his own way. And it was super good. I feel like maybe that album, but for sure him as an artist, which is David Ramirez, he's out of Austin, Texas. Hmm. I'll go with something a little weirder. (laughs) Uh, And it's a woman. So, so I'll go with, Valerie June. Oh, man. so uh, man, I don't know. There's something about her that is just very like for me draws me in. Like I'm just intrigued and interested in the way she sings. And oh, and we saw her live at the Pilgrimage Festival mm-hmm. too. And I did not expect her to be the way that she was she was I, I first of all I didn't expect her to be like a southern person mm-hmm. I don't know why did know. you when no. you heard her music no so she was so southern and very like deep Georgia south I think and it was just yeah. the most interesting <laughs> stories and with things that she would say between the songs she was it was very just what do you call it eclectic and Eccentric. Uh, eccentric. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah so she Valerie was, June. She was something. It was an experience. <laughs> it, was it was really an experience. An experience. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I can't, I, and I can't agree more. But the first time I had heard her and my a friend of mine had introduced me to it, and she's like, you got to listen to her. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm always open to listen to new music, male or female, in fact, you know, and I was just like, oh, wow. That was so cool. Like, it was so good just to hear it. And I'm like, huh. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, if you see her live, you'd be like, I know, That's, I know what he Ben was talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you have any guilty pleasure music? You know, the music that no one knows you actually listen to. You know, like that. Growing up in the <laughs> '90s, you had like Hanson Mbop on repeat or something. You know, you still listen to that. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think you just let everybody know whatever you listen to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't keep anything in the closet. Everybody knows. Oh, man. 
let's see, do I listen to anything that I don't let people listen, know that I listen to? I don't know. That's a tough one. I can't really think of something that I would, that I would hide from people. Mm-mm. I can't think of anything. Because as musicians, when there's something good, if we enjoy it, it's like you can't contain it. You got to share it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I totally get that. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> when a lot of people have started out and they've come through Florida and some of the smaller venues and I've seen them, I would tell everyone that so-and-so is playing there. Like, who is that? I'm like, it's an up and coming person. You're going to love them. Just go, you know, half the time they don't go. And they're like, Oh, I should have went. I could have gotten to see them before they got big or whatever. Right. I'm like, I told sure. you. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. Okay. So hypothetically, if I came to you and asked you, if you know where to hide a dead, a, hide a dead body, do you know a good place? Is this the arresting arresting question, or we get it arrested? Could be. It could be, uh, but just for the record, I don't have a dead body, so I don't actually need anywhere to put it right now. So, so a place that we would put one, <laughs> or just I watch a lot of like criminal stuff, so you just give me a second, and I'll think of one. Do you have? Do you? Can you? Where would you hide a dead body? This is this is a crazy question. Uh. <laughs> wow well uh you know i've done a lot of construction in my life so <laughs> i would say that i could pretty much hide anything in a construction site in multiple ways whether it's <laughs> i feel bad talking about this <laughs> Whether it's underneath concrete or in walls, there's a lot of options. Wow. Just looking around to see who may hear in that. You're like, <laughs> um, if the cops show up, I promise I'll let them know. We're just talking about it. We don't actually have a dead body. Where would I hide one? Um, that's a really good question. Or is it? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Probably just I would probably ask Ben. <laughs> yeah. I would probably ask Ben to. I do think under concrete is a good idea because I think in the walls you can smell it. So <laughs> under concrete. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Okay, so this one might be a little less uh, serious on that note. Do you have a game plan for zombie apocalypse? Oh my gosh. <laughs> just let it happen. Let, just let, let it, it happen. happen. Yeah. That is a game plan. Yeah. Well, we got a van, so we just uh we just ride and escape them. Yeah. Yeah. We Perfect. we we can live on the run. So that that sounds like a good plan. Yeah, that or befriend them. I don't know. All you have to do is befriend one. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know. I have hope. <laughs> Maybe. Well, if it matters, Annie, we were talking about how none of the Living Dead and Walking Dead and whatever they are, shows, movies, have ever had a zombie in snow. Like, I don't think I've ever seen that. I've never heard of that. So we were talking that we can go up to like the cold areas of Canada. I'm like, that's perfect. Maybe that's a thing. Yeah. yeah. They don't like the cold. Yeah. 
Apparently not. So, yeah. So tell us what job would you be terrible at doing? Oh my gosh. A lot. You'd be good at everything. Um, probably any, okay. Okay. Yeah. At writing speeches for the president (laughs) or for anybody in any kind of government, I am not good. I'm just being transparent. I'm not good at remembering where to put colons and semicolons and commas. I just feel like they're just kind of like, I just pepper them out there and self. I just kind of, I'm like, that that looks like a good place to put one. So I think I'd be really bad at writing stuff like that. And I think that I tend to do run on sentences. So I would just ruin, I would ruin it for them. (laughs) And I can't spell. (laughs) They're spell checks. It's all good. (laughs) Yeah. They would, uh, yeah, the teleprompter would be all wrong. They'd be like, what? What does that Uh, I, I would be, I would be bad at a, a dance instructor. Yes, he would. That goes back to the other question we talked about. <laughs> yeah. So definitely nothing with dancing for you. We got it. I got I it. I play guitar, I just, so I don't have to dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Can I use that as an excuse sometime for not dancing? But I don't yeah, play guitar, yeah. but I'll just use it. I'll just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If you won the lottery, what's the first thing you would do? Oh, wow. The first thing I would do. (laughs) Um, Well, I assume that you're probably not wanting to hear the answer, like put it all in, you know, the bank and stocks and whatnot. That's kind of a boring answer. But you probably well, do that. Well, I pay out the mortgage the, and things like that. So that's the first first thing I would do. And then, you know, maybe yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but what would I do with the, the lottery money? Um, I would look for opportunities to, to help others around. I feel like for me, I don't need a million dollars or even close to a million. <laughs> like I'm, I'm happy with what I have right now and, and all what we have. Um, but I think there's a lot of opportunity out there. Like Cassie and I work um, overseas in Africa a decent amount. And so I think there'd be a lot of opportunity out there for children's education and uh, yeah, just a bunch of, a bunch of things like that. And, and in the States too. Mm-hmm. So youth programs, maybe. Yeah. So I'd, I'd look into that stuff. Yeah. I agree with that too. After I paid off all my debt. Yeah. It'd be nice to be debt free. It would be so nice. It would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, I'll get there one day. And if not, yep. oh, well, like you can't take it with you lived and enjoyed, right? We won't be in debt when we're dead. That's right. Yeah, exactly. You won't be rich when you're dead. Nothing. No. When someone well, hides my body. Physically speaking, rich. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I won't be in debt then. When you'll be in debt. Oh, I love your humor. <laughs> Tell me the last thing or what you're currently reading. I don't. 
I have this really bad habit of not finishing anything that I read. Um, so I was in the middle of reading, it's a Joyce Meyer book and I can't remember the name of it. It's about, do you remember what it's called? I don't know which one it is. Um, it's a Joyce Meyer book and it's about, oh, Battlefield of the Mind. So basically like, you know, I, I probably need to pick that back up and refinish, finish that, but that's what I'm in the middle of battlefield of the mind. Yeah. Uh, well, we're with a group. We're in the middle of reading in the Bible in Matthew. We're kind of uh, in a theology group and uh, discussing a bunch of theology stuff as we read throughout these chapters that we read together which is super cool to do as a community. Uh, I'm also, let's see, in the middle of, <laughs> I've been in, in this book for like a couple years, but there's a book called The Evolution of Adam uh, that, it, that I'm kind of in the middle of and and am contemplating picking back up again. Uh, yeah, it's a it's kind of a theology book, and I don't know if I agree with it all, but I'm reading it, so <laughs> that's what I'm reading. Yeah. And you know, we don't always have to agree with everything we read, right? <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah, that's or, or even people, for that matter, we don't have to agree with everyone. You know, yeah. we can respectfully disagree sometimes, so it's all good. It's all good. I think it's just being open minded enough to read it, though is the cool part. So, yeah. And that's a, that's a big deal. Like talk, you know, listening to, I was telling you, I was listening to usually listen to videos on when I'm working out. Uh, I love listening to videos. There's this guy, Sean McDowell, and he, he interviews people that believe totally opposite politics as him, totally opposite religious beliefs, totally opposite, whatever beliefs is him. And he does it in such a graceful, open-minded way, because what good is it if you're just going to be mad at somebody who disagrees with you? Like the important part is the conversation. So yeah, sorry about that rabbit trail. It's good. No, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And that is so true. I mean, that's, you know, I'm one of those people that I've never like, like, you know, fought with people over something because I'm like, it's not to the point of fighting over. We can all have our own opinions and Mm -hmm. there's enough room for us to all have our own opinions and our own beliefs and, and everything. And it's just so cool to see people open-minded enough to be willing to accept it. You know, not, not saying you might agree with it, but accept the fact that there are other opinions outside of your own and take them into consideration. And I think it just broadens us as humans and makes us more compassionate and caring and loving. So. Sure. And and I've also always thought if like you, for instance, are telling your opinion about something, uh, you're telling that because you want the other person to possibly take that opinion on, or at least explore the possibility of it. Uh, how much is that other person going to accept it if you get mad at them and uh, the conversation turns hostile? And so you're working against yourself if you're doing that in an argument, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy. Absolutely. So this leads to a very simple question. Do you prefer boots or heels? Boots. 
Ben, I'm just kidding. I, um, <laughs> I prefer like Doc Martin's super mm-hmm. comfortable, flat yeah. as can be boots. I just can't wear heels anymore. And I'm assuming Ben that you prefer boots over heels. <laughs> uh, I, I, for me, I would prefer boots over heels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little uncomfortable too, huh? Yeah. I've never worn them, so I don't know. <laughs> oh. So who would play you or who would you want to play you in a movie about your life? Oh, wow. Mm. That's a good one. It doesn't uh, have to be someone that looks like you either. So just... But maybe somebody that you feel like you connect with that could connect with your character. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, I don't know if I'm coming from the right angle, but I and I actually I think he's he's passed now. Her he is he is passed. But I would have wanted Philip Seymour Hoffman to uh, mm-hmm. to play me in a movie. I've always mm-hmm. loved. He was so good. Yeah. Wow, that is something that has never crossed my mind. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, for you, who would play you? How about Jennifer Nettles? Because she acted in a few things. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, actually, she's a singer and mm-hmm. and it's country. Yeah, I, I think that's good. Okay, and she's been on Broadway, so yeah, I think yeah, great fit. Absolutely. Okay, I'll see if I can call her up and, and get that going tomorrow. So okay. <laughs> yours is a little more difficult. I'm, I'm not so yeah, sure how to, how to bring a dead person back. I, I'm not so sure they're not, you know, that's a lot of my scope. So, <laughs> but, so this is a very difficult question since no one seems to know where's Waldo. Mm. Where is Waldo? Well, the last time I seen him, think he was heading to nashville oh, okay yeah i think he was heading to nashville so just going to check out the music scene there yeah he was and he really thought that he would blend in more there and people wouldn't see him but they did no they didn't see him they i heard oh you heard nobody knows it. okay that's the so word on the street he's going to nashville search at nashville now for waldo that's it. I'm going to pop in one day and I'm just going to be like, you're going to have to help me find Waldo now. <laughs> oh, in your opinion, what's the best thing since sliced bread? Uh, best thing since sliced bread. Ooh. Anything made with Oreos. Like... Or were we talking about food? You can. <laughs> yeah, you do anything. It can be anything. I'm in. You said Oreo. I'm in. Me, it's like saying chocolate. I'm in. So yeah. just it's like I, it's it's crazy. Like I like Oreos, but I never eat them just by themselves. But any kind of Oreo dessert, I'm all about it. I just had an Oreo pie yesterday from Therapy Pie. Therapy. Therapy. Sorry, <laughs> Therapy <laughs> in Manhattan. Manhattan, Kansas, and it was. Oh my gosh, it was to pie for. Wow. Oh, that was good. That was good. That was good. Wow, that's good. 
Uh, oh, I got another one. Oh, please go. Sorry. And stretchy pants. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. Sorry. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's a tough one. Best thing since sliced bread. Um, I'm gonna go with tiny homes. <laughs> oh. I think that. I mean, they. I'm sure they've been around for a very long time, but you know the the resurgence of them. Uh, it's a very great idea, you know. And even uh, like like our tiny home in our in our van, you can you don't have to buy land. You can live in a small space, save money. It's the best thing since sliced bread. Why is that go to Because Oreos like are so, good. Yours is like so good, and I'm and I'm like. Food. That's good. It's okay, Kathy. I, I'm I'm right there with you. Food, you know, you know. Yeah. Stretchy pants. Yeah, marshmallow. Because Toasted marshmallow. I'm gonna need the stretchy pants after I eat all the Oreo yes. and marshmallow. <laughs> we could take a marshmallow, put an Oreo in it, and then campfire. I'm thinking this yes. is a new s'mores idea. Oh. That's a good that idea. It is a good idea. We have to try that. Good thought there. Yeah. I'll let you know when I try it. I will okay. message you and be like, hey, I'm trying it. Here we go. So, so when you're not on the road, or even sometimes when you are, would you rather cook or order in? Me, I would rather order in every single meal. Oh, yeah. Uh well, if money weren't an object, I'd rather order in. Yeah. But considering money, uh, most times I would probably cook. <laughs> so that's a bad answer. He's a really good cook. <laughs> yeah, I've seen. I love I, I love food from restaurants though. It's just it's just too expensive, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just depends. Cause I mean, when we're on the, when we're on the road on the motor with the motorhome, I absolutely love to grill, but then I'm like, Oh, well, hmm. okay, let's get out, take out too. But you know, but mm-hmm. it's like just the grill food and just, yeah, it's just different. Yeah. It's good. So what, in your opinion is the worst pizza topping? Anchovies. Pineapple. <laughs> We didn't have to think about that, did we? No, no. I won't eat a pizza I, with pineapple. I was going to ask. That's been the big debate. There has been a harsh no way or a yes, like on that pineapple debate. And lately I've had some people who are like, yeah, it doesn't matter really. We'll, we'll eat pizza however we eat it, just as long as there's food, you know? So, yeah. Pizza has spanned such a wide variety lately. Mm-hmm. I mean... Mm-hmm. You can have anything on a pizza. You can have a pizza with just oil and salad on it, and yeah. it's still called a pizza. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, I think it just depends on your preference. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just put it in dough, and we're going to call it a pizza, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do you wish would magically clean itself? The house, the car. Toilet. The toilet. <laughs> I love to clean, but I don't like cleaning toilets. I will. I do. But I wish it was like I could snap and it would be clean. 
Yeah. Yeah. The outside of the van takes us forever to clean. We pull into a manual car wash and you know, that thing is tall. Like, Mm -hmm. and I got to, sometimes I climb on top of the van to clean the solar panels. It's a big deal cleaning that van. I I wish it would just clean itself. 20 minutes later, $20 later. Yeah. She's clean. I I can relate. The, uh, the RV is the same way. It's, Oh, that'd Paul be even worse. Wow. Yeah, we had we had we actually went to a truck wash once. The the big trucks, and I'm like manual, and I'm like okay, I'm like I'm done. I don't care that the top didn't get washed. Everything else is washed. Yeah, good enough. Done. Nobody can see it. Yeah, right. So it's like, yeah, you didn't wash it then. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Tell us something on your bucket list, or a few things on your bucket list. I want to. Ride shotgun around a race car track with NASCAR, whatever. I just want to, I don't want to drive it because it would wreck, but I want to sit in the front seat and wa- and let them take me around once. I don't know. I've always wanted to do that. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh bucket list oh okay (laughs) i would like to tour in europe yeah music tour in europe awesome awesome i think we can get both of those achieved in the next couple of years right absolutely maybe i think so i think that's very doable i do if you could be any person like Dolly Parton, or a position like the president or a CEO or doctor, who or what position would you want to be for the day and why? One day. One day. One day day to learn what it's like to be this person or this position and just absorb it. I would want to be president of the United States for one day because I want to know... The, the day-to-day of the president. I want to know, like, because we have all, all sorts of ideas of what we think it would be like and the, the pressure or the lack of pressure we think they have or the decisions that they make or that we think they don't make. Mm-hmm. I really want to know what's going on. Yep, that's, my, that's what I'm doing. I would like to do that, too. You can't have my answer. Well, because, but it's not because of yours. It's because I want to know what's in the rooms that we can't look at on the tour. I want to know what's in, I want to go in all the rooms and I want to go underneath at the tunnel, underneath the ground that only the presidents get to do. How about the maintenance guy? Yeah, secret passageways. That sounds cool. Yes. And then, no, not the maintenance guy. And then while I'm there in office for one day, I'm going to put my face on one of the dollar bills. And then the next day they're going to be like, day? where did they, where did this happen? How is our face on them? What happened, man? What happened? But no, I want to, but I know, I want to know about those tunnels. That'd be cool. And yeah. on that, on the jet, what's his plane called? Air Force One. Yeah, I want to ride that. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. I'm telling you. Count me in. So if you get to do that, just make sure you invite me. I'll flower and get you. <laughs> okay. Well, do you have any words of wisdom you live by? If so, what are they? 
it's wisdom. I, I have a thing that sometimes I do. This is not for anyone else but me, but I try to. Um, <laughs> now it's for everybody. Well, You're sharing it with the world. Just being honest. Um, ask for forgiveness, not for permission. <laughs> That's terrible. For example, we are in a hotel right now that we're not staying in. And I did ask if we could use the internet. She said, yes, but I came and I found a conference room and I just sat us up in here. So here we, can, we are, here we are. Yeah. And uh, so if they come in, in the middle of this interview, I'll ask for forgiveness. That's, Perfect. And if the cops terrible. come in, I'll just apologize and say, look, we were just trying to do a nice little interview. And <laughs> that's terrible. Advice, help you all that's just one of the things I like to think of. That's good. No, that That's is good. great though, because sometimes, well, sometimes it's not. better to do it and ask for the forgiveness after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> okay. My piece of advice is um, you can't control what other people do. Mm-hmm. It's the most freeing piece of advice you can give. Because when you come to terms with the idea that I can have my own opinions, but there's no way that I can make somebody else Mm -hmm. think a certain way or do a certain thing, then the pressure is off you. All you can do is maybe tell them your opinion, maybe do a little persuasion, and then the pressure is off, you know, can't control them. Absolutely. So tell me what else is going on for the rest of 2022. We have some tour, tour dates coming up. Uh, obviously the album release on August 26th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're super busy. We're already booking into mid next year. Um, and we're on the road a lot. So we're on the road right now for two months and then we'll be home for maybe a couple weeks and then we head back out. So we're just, touring a lot and super excited about this album coming out. And we're also getting vinyl printed. So we're going to actually have a true vinyl record and they're going to be gold as they should. Um, But yeah, we're just, we're really just staying busy, burning up the roads, getting our music out there and touring and going to be writing more music and focusing on the next record, which is crazy because when do we have time? Yeah. So uh, (laughs) we'll be up the East Coast uh, at the end of 2022. Uh, That's where we're touring is up the East Coast. We Mm -hmm. haven't been there in a couple of years. So uh, East Coast and then up through Michigan, Chicago and back to Iowa for Thanksgiving where my family lives. Uh, Yeah, that's what's going on the rest of the year. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. Absolutely. So if y'all need to make sure you go check out the website link, which will be in the description. So you can go follow the tour, go check them out live. Um, Cause you will not be disappointed by their awesome humor as well. So <laughs> oh, it has been a pleasure having you on today and you are welcome back anytime. Thank you. Thank, thank you for you. having us. Yeah. It is my pleasure again. And thank you all for joining us for another episode. Like I said, make sure you go check out all the links in the uh, description. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. 
Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.